Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast for a Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. With us on the podcast this morning, we have Mr. John Cole. Good morning, John. Good morning, everyone. And the host of the Hardcore, co-host, I should say, of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 on 97.1 FM. We have Mr. Harvey Freed. Good morning, Harvey. Morning, you guys. How's everything? Good, good. Becky is out of town and Lisa is not on the podcast this morning unless she wants to chime in, which we will be happy to have her. Um, gentlemen, want to talk about a few things today. And I think it's really getting to that point in time. I know we try to talk reality every podcast. This is a hardcore mortgage and real estate and business podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender, and unless number 2289. We bring you the hardcore truth on everything that we do, but I just feel that right now, the relevant topic out there in the industry, not only today, but really 365 days a year, not limited just to today, is what's really going on in the market. And because it is April, it is spring, people are out there in droves buying house. That is the reality, John Cole. The reality of the purchase market, it's really simple. Real examples of what's going on. There's limited inventory, John Kolb, supply-side economics still, correct? Absolutely. There is. Uh, it is a bidding war. I just saw an email come across today. I really, I, First, I really enjoy when a, a buyer's agent puts me on the email for an offer, saying the lender is attached to this email, lets me chime in, letting the, the listing agent know that one, we're here, we're here on nights, weekends, whenever, letting you know that, yes, we know exactly who this client is. Yes, we, we have pre-approved and run this thing, basically approved this client all the way through. We just need to find that perfect home. But I did get uh, an email today on an offer presented last night where the listing agent said, sorry, your offer was not accepted, but it is a backup offer. And then there was an addendum came coming across saying that this this buyer was the backup offer if the initial offer didn't go through. So kind of new nuances out there, right? I hadn't seen one of those in a while um, with uh, someone uh, being accepted as a backup offer, but it just leads to what, Harry, what you're saying, that there's just no inventory and there's 50 people bidding on the same homes in each city. And um, it's, you know, it's going to continue. It's, John, we're not going to get any better. Did they give you an idea of what the the primary offer was that they accepted? Did they say any, what were the differences if they, and normally they don't tell you, but maybe you got that intel. Was there, what were the differences in between the offer of your client and then the offer that they accepted? Were you you know, I did that? not, as a mortgage representative, I did not get that detail. I know that the uh, buyer's agent did, and that's why they're, uh, happy being a backup offer because in the event that the uh, original offer goes, you know, it was probably an offer of a little bit higher price, but there was always an appraisal concern with any of these offers. So we had an appraisal guarantee in ours as well. So I'm guessing that uh, in the event that the appraisal fails, that this one will be uh, come through. It was a beautiful home in Birmingham on Pembroke over there. Yeah. Hey, Harvey, John touched upon it. Reality is limited inventory, supply side economics, but the overbidding Yes, it's out there. That's a reality. We have to let people know, Harvey Freed, that that is going on. Yeah, it changed really quickly, too, here. We saw a small window of uh, maybe the end of December, January, where there's an opportunity. And and it's really, it's going to sort of 
talk about my subject here was the first time home buyer. It sort of leads into that. Those first time home buyers are looking for down payment assistance and they already don't have a lot of money they're working with. And they're competing against the same type of buyer, but those type of buyers have just a little bit more saved up. So those offers are getting accepted. Five, 10, 15, $20,000 over the listed price is pretty much the wheelhouse and where you're going to get your offer accepted. And it's putting a lot of stress. And really, the first time home buyers are going to be up against a lot of competition come another couple of weeks here. Yeah. And glad to see Lisa Lawson. Lisa Lawson, the Google of our offices, just joined us. Good morning, Lisa. Morning. Sorry, I'm late. Had a little oh, internet no issue. No problem. Hey, Lisa, we talked about already what the reality is in the purchase market, real life examples of what's going on. John talked about the limited inventory, talked about uh, a backup offer that was submitted by one of his buyers that's going on, supply side economics. Harvey talked about, and John, about the overbidding. Yes, it's out there. Things are happening and people are overbidding. I want to throw this at you. Home prices are up. They're not down. I don't know why people thought home prices were coming down. They're not. As a matter of fact, Lisa, in our area, they're up substantially. And in 78% of the United States of America, the top 50 markets, home prices are up. What do you have to say about that when people think home prices are going down? Yeah, absolutely. I have clients that I just spoke with last night that are a little frustrated because they thought this was going to be an easy market in the new year. And they're making mm. offers and they're not getting accepted. They're getting called back for highest and best. I, I have one client, six offers. Nothing's been accepted yet. Another client, nine offers. Um, you know, and obviously it depends on the market. Every market's a little different, but we are busy. And for those who thought this was going to be easy because we're just going to have a plethora of properties and, you know, rates were going to drop and completely not the case. There's definitely a shortage. You need to get out there. You need to be a little bit patient. So if you're in a, in a lease right now and you think, oh, I'm just going to start looking three months before my lease expires, it's not a smart idea. You really should be looking probably six months. You know, um, it's probably going to take you two, three, maybe four months to find that property and then, you know, 60 to or 45 to, days to close or so. So give yourself plenty of time because it's going to take a minute and be patient. Yeah. Hey, John, I I, I love what Lisa's saying and, and we've been talking about it and um, one of yours and my favorite subjects talking about interest rates, and we could see the Fed pause, scale back a little bit on the nine increases in the past 13 months, which in my opinion, your opinion was a rash. And we're not the only ones, but, uh, you know, we talk a lot about it, which in our opinion was a rash and overreactive move. It stalled the market. As Harvey said, it stalled the market for a few months last year. But you want to know what? Now that spring is here, we've seen substantial activity and higher rates. Yes, but it's not prohibiting serious buyers from entering the market, John Paul. No, but do you think that the fallout from the uh, increase to the Fed uh, uh, rates is going to affect purchases otherwise? You know, look at the cost of gas and, you know, in the you know OPEC cut in prices. I mean, all of that's going to have to a play in what people are going to want to purchase because it is straining their pocketbook in every direction that you can. Groceries are up, eggs are up, gas and oil are up. And, you know, it could, so, you know, what, what a lot of the information that I've been reading and, or, and listening to, and I know Harry, sometimes we have opposing views on the th things that we listen to, but I think we're spot on with this is that the Fed should have halted the increase in the Fed funds rate 
in the events with all the other events going on right now, you can't just automatically expect inflation to come back down to 2% in one year, right? It should have been a two, three, four year plan to get down to 2%. What's wrong with three, 3%, 4% right now? Keep people employed, keep prices uh, a little bit up, but down and you know, keep the rates down so that they're saving money otherwise. I mean, I just think they're just doing everything ass backwards. And I don't understand how and why. And when everybody sees it, even the common folk like myself, but you know what? Who am I? I? I write mortgages for a living and I don't sit on the Fed. Yeah, well, you know, we do write mortgages for a living. We've been doing this for over 30 years. We've seen cycles like this. Um, and when I say like this, certainly rise in interest rates. Rates were actually higher in the uh, late mid to late 90s. They were over 8%, if you guys remember that. Um, I don't want to go back to the 1980s where they were 18% because nobody will ever remember that. Now, however, is this is speaking of rates, um, what I'm talking about is it was a rash and overreactive move, John, but it's not going to hurt the home purchase market. And here are the reasons why. And this has nothing to do with buying and selling homes. It has to do with we are a nation of consumption. We want what we want and we want it now. We're going to pay $5 a gallon for gas, which is stupid. All right. There's no reason why gas should be at $350. We haven't stopped consuming gas. We haven't stopped consuming. All we're doing is running up our own personal and credit card debt. That's what we're doing. So when it comes to buying homes in any market at any point in time in the history of our country, people have always purchased homes. So if you can't tell me that even when rates went up to over seven, seven and a half, close to eight percent, people bought homes and they're going to buy them now at six and three quarters. That's what they're going to do. It's just going to happen. And we can't get out of our own way. We're going to do it. We're going to drive big trucks. We're going to put in big gallons of gas in our car and we're going to go bet on football games. That's what we do, Harvey. I can't help it. But now that spring is here. Let's talk about buying homes and Harvey, the crazy lender advertising out there. You and I talked about it a little bit yesterday. We need to educate people. No matter what market you're in, Harvey Freed, if you are looking to buy a home and you're going to stay in that home for a long time, you need a fixed rate. Don't go for the 2-1 or 1-0 buy downs because you're just paying points now to buy it down temporarily. I mean, what's the difference between that and a and an adjustable rate mortgage? I mean, the real world, it's not. So I'm in the, yeah. all these lenders that are out there saying, we can do this for you, we can do that for you. You know who's paying for that, Harvey? The consumer's paying for that. Yeah, the consumer's being fooled, Harry. We, we recognized this several years ago, Harry. Look, our competition is competition. The other team has been advertising stuff and marketing stuff that really takes the consumer in another direction. The direction of home ownership should be the quality of the house. Can they afford this? Is the mortgage affordable? Are the costs up front affordable? Will this house appreciate? Several other factors pertaining to being educated in the mortgage industry and the real estate industry. The other companies out there, they don't have the staff to discuss these type of things. They were, they were, we used to call them headset phone jockeys. The truth of the matter is we were making, we were poking fun at them on being unqualified 
and being inexperienced and just hiring anybody. And then also the way that they were departmentalizing their company, the loan officers that were supposedly involved in the transaction at the beginning, they were not involved in the transaction, couldn't get in touch with them. So we've got a real big divide between the clients out there that are educated and the clients that are buyers that are not educated. And now we have a whole new group of buyers that are trying to become homeowners and they're seeing these crazy ads on TV, Eric. I'm confused. I, I've been doing a licensed mortgage guy uh, for a long time, 31 years in the industry. The commercials of other mortgage companies are confusing me, Harry. So they're trying to confuse us. They're trying to confuse the first time homeowner and they're not setting them up for success. I don't know what else we can do to get the message out there other than keep promoting the good and telling people to listen to our radio show and get the knowledge that you need. Well, I know, I know what to do, Harvey. It's a matter of, of us getting our message across to everybody. And I'm very proud. I'm very proud of you and John and Lisa and our whole team here because we're dedicated to educating and helping, helping the consumer and helping home buyers, first time home buyers, giving everybody the real information out there. And Lisa Lawson, these promises of lower rates and costs, all which the consumers are paying for. And I'm calling it the crazy lender advertising out there. Can't be fooled, but you can't fool people when they're talking to people like you, like us, like our team, and we're educating people on what to do and what not to do. Lisa Lawson, fixed rates are still the way to go, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not that every situation is the same, you know, I mean, if someone is on a temporary assignment and they know they're going to move in two years, maybe something might different might make sense for them, you know, because they won't be there for a very long time. But yes, if you're buying your home and you plan on being there for, you know, three, four five years, definitely do a fixed rate, you know, and for so many years, I think the word discount point got a negative connotation. Everyone's like, I'm not paying discount. I'm not paying discount. And I just went through and broke it down for someone the other day. It was a three-eighths of a point difference, and it cost them $186. It was not even, not even, um, I forget, it was like 186 bucks. I think the cost to recoup was like 3.3 months. In that case, it totally makes sense to buy down yep. the rate. You know, just because you hear discount points are bad doesn't mean it's bad. It might not be bad for your situation. You know, even if your discount point is a little more than the $186 just talked about, if you're planning on living in the home for five years, you might recoup that cost in a year or two. And everything after that's pure profit. So you need to crunch the real numbers, not listen to these gimmick sayings and worry about what's best for you and your family. And if you've got yeah. the extra money, sometimes buying down the rate makes a hundred percent, you know, total sense to do. Yeah, no pun intended, but that's a great point, Lisa. And John Kolb, he grabbed me by the scruff of the neck yesterday and said, <laughs> Hey, Harry. What are you talking about 7%? If they pay a quarter of a point, you ready? Watch this move. If they pay a quarter of a point, you can give them six and three quarters. All right? So John reminded me of what I need to tell my clients, and we worked it out together. So all these lenders out there that are, promising lower costs, lower rates. Listen, we all know rates are relatively the same all over the country. We do know this. 
If somebody is getting an artificially low rate, one of two things are happening. Well, one thing is happening for sure, John Cole. They're paying for it. And number two, somebody's jacking some costs around, right? Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, when you're walking into capital mortgage funding to deal with somebody at capital mortgage funding, you're walking into you know, a, a ton of experience. I mean, Harry was writing mortgages back when horse and buggies were around. I mean, so, I mean, you're getting, that's like Harry said, that's what you get. You get Harry coming into my office to talk about things, me going into Harry's office, me going to Lisa, Harvey, back, back and forth. You're going to get everybody's knowledge because we're not on that plank alone. We're out there to, you know, take care of each other. And it may be somebody that is new in our office. We're going to take care of them like they've been around for, you know, eons like Harry. And, you know, I just got to keep poking fun at him because that's, you know, what we do. And we have a great time. You're going to get the experience and you're not going to get the headset phone jockeys that are out on that limb, not knowing what to do, just to push your file over to the next person. So they get their couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with that more, Lisa. He's calling me old yeah. and I wear that as a badge of honor. And I yeah. appreciate it, John Cole. And I agree with you, John. I want to get as old as I possibly can, Lisa. Oh. Yeah. And, and, you know, with age comes experience and wisdom. And I always tell clients, I had someone call me the other day and they're like, I'm getting this rate from that one that goes to the moon all the time, that company. And I said, read the fine print. He's like, look online, just go on. He goes, tell me, look online. And I'm like, happy to. Nothing makes me happier than when I go online and push that disclaimer fine print that nobody looks at. And I highlight, I literally highlight in bright yellow and send it back to them. And it says, you are paying 2.25 points. This, this rate assumes you're putting 25% down. You know what I mean? And this person was not doing any of those things. They weren't paying. They thought they weren't going to pay any points. And they were planning on putting, I think it was 3% down. And so, you know, you have to be, be wary and educate yourself and make sure, you know, everyone thinks, what's the big deal about fine print? When it comes to mortgages, fine print's everything. You've got to read it. You've got to be sure you're comparing apples to apples. Yeah, Harvey's chomping at the bit. Go, Harv. You love <laughs> oh, this topic. You love no. this topic. Well, again, 50% of the families out there are really diving in and finding out what it's all about, whether it's their first house or their second mortgage, and they want to be re-educated on this. Just like if you're, I bought a few cars before, Harry, but if I'm in the market for a new car, let's say next year or the year after, I'm going to do some homework and research on it. And, and the same goes with your housing. It same goes with uh, mortgages for sure. As Lisa mentioned, there's a lot of information out there. And, and we've recognized this early in the industry. Years ago, we recognized that there's a lack of education. That between the real estate agents, we're not really up to date on what mortgages are available. That's that's evident today. We see it also in the lending world. So the important part is, is that building that trust, getting the knowledge behind you, and we're going to continue to do what we do and keep educating no matter what, no matter what everyone else does, trying to confuse all those buyers out there. We're going to keep educating and keeping our feet on the ground. I appreciate that, Harvey. And I know you're passionate about that education process. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go last words of the day. I'm going to start with Lisa Lawson. Last words of the day, Lisa. I always say work with an expert and work with someone who has your best interest at heart. I'll never forget when I um, had a medical situation and the doctor says, I'm going to take care of you just as you were my family. That's my philosophy. Somebody walks in the door. I'm going to treat you like I treat my own mother or my brother. I want to make sure that I'm giving you all of the options, that you understand them to the best of your ability. You're going to make the final decision, but I want to make sure you're making an educated decision. And I feel like everybody here at Capital feels that way. Whether it's your first home or your 10th home, we want to make sure that you understand exactly what you're getting into. Nothing frustrates me more than hearing somebody went to a closing, brought a check, and they literally had no idea what they signed or why they signed it. 
It's not right. Yeah, I agree with you, Lisa. I want to wish you a happy Easter this Sunday. Um, I want all of you a happy holidays, whether you celebrate Ramadan, Passover, Easter. We should all spend quality time with our family. John Cole. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Happy Passover to my uh, my Jewish community out there. Um, you know, grew up with you. love you. And uh, hope you have a great holiday. Uh, but, you know, I just emphasize what Lisa said. Make sure you're you're dealing with your team, dealing with the right people. And, uh, you know, interest rate isn't everything. Closing costs isn't everything. You know, make sure that you are dealing with the people that are going to get you to the finish line and treat you the right way so that you know that you got into a product and a home that is going to last you for a long period of time. Excellent, John. Cole. Harvey Freed, no show this week. Happy Easter. But there will be people out there looking for homes, right, Harvey? Yeah, for sure, Harry. There's going to be a lot of activity as the weather's starting to heat up here. Uh, definitely strap down uh, your, your belongings outside today as we got some rough weather coming. And just a quick little conversation about homeowners insurance and just insurance in general. If you're buying a house, if you bought a house, if you've already got your mortgage, pull out your homeowner's insurance policy, reread that policy, call your insurance agent. There's something you can do to find out if you need some additional coverage. The weather is changing across the United States, and I think more and more families should take a look at that. Again, it's nice to save money and have the lowest payment on your insurance, but when the tornado hits or when a storm hits and you need to have the correct insurance in place, it's very important. So reach out to your homeowner's insurance agent. That's my helpful tip for today. There you go. I appreciate that. I appreciate all of you. This is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast, powered by Fairway the Penn Mortgage Corporation. NMLS number 228, and we're an equal housing lender. As mentioned, we will not be doing a show this week due to the Easter weekend, but we will be on the following week, Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, heard every Saturday morning, 97.1 FM. We appreciate all our listeners, all the feedback, all the email that we get. Also, want to thank everybody for being great supporters of Capital Mortgage Funding Powered by Fairway. The purchase business is going gangbusters, everybody out there. There's a lot of competition. You need to talk to real professionals. And as we coined the phrase some 30 years ago, not some headset fast food phone jockeys that are just looking to take your hostage deposit money. That's right here at Capital Mortgage Money. We don't take application fees. We don't take hostage deposit money. As a matter of fact, if we can't get your loan done for you and we took an appraisal fee, we'll give you your appraisal feedback. I'm not interested in taking anybody's money. Uh, that's just not the way we work. So for Lisa Lawson, Harvey Free, John Cole, our producer director in the booth, Roberto Moshe, this is Harry Glantz saying happy Ramadan, Passover, Easter. We got it all covered and we'll see you soon. <laughs>